understand that there's so much to life, whether you're the CEO or the janitor. Given everything you do at 150% will change your mindset and your perception of what you're doing. You're not going to want to miss this week's episode. Tim sits down with his better half, Brittany Rexius. They talk a little bit about how they're handling the fallout from the COVID-19 pandemic and what it's like for small businesses right now. You don't want to miss this one. More little story is you are you and I am me. Just be. I'm a gentleman. Now I'm settled in. Uh, welcome to the Now or Never podcast. All things entrepreneurship. People who just take life right by the horn. And wow, that fucked that one up. Right by the balls and. No, I can't say oh, that. Sorry. No, come on now. This one's serious. We'll do it again. Jesus. Welcome to the Now or Never podcast. All things entrepreneurship. People who just take life and kick it square in the ass with my special guest, my beautiful wife, Brittany Rexius. Hey. Um. Hey. Every time. Every. <laughs> Every time you're on here, you say the same way. You know, today is um, all about, I guess, uncertainty. I mean, so many people out there right now are, are in the same boat we are facing uncertainty. We thought it'd be, you know, no, you know, business type podcast right now, I guess, per se. This is a lot of Q&A questions we're getting in. Like, what are we doing? I think it's great for people to hear where we're at so that they can have somebody that they can... Um, uh, correlate to that they can, yeah. you know, uh, sympathize with. And I think for us as business owners and parents and just residents, um, they hear where we're at, what's going on with us and, and things we're facing. So you guys know you're not alone out there that we're all in this together and, and mm-hmm. we're all facing the same things. And a lot of business owners have messaged in after last week's podcast we did with Nick and, and Cody. And I think to hear a husband and wife and what we're doing and how we're dealing with our kids would be uh, crucial right now, what's going on. Um, so we're all facing uncertainty, but it's how do you have you know faith in, in, in what you've built and your faith in your in your in your savior, your faith in your marriage, your faith in in your family life right now to persevere and go on. So I guess the hardest thing that a lot of people are having to deal with right now, and I think that this is especially for you and me, is you can't outwork the situation. Nope. There's nothing you can do to work harder to to fix this. Um, I had uh, somebody else asked me why am I so calm the other day, and I think <laughs> I had the greatest analogy ever. <laughs> It's like any of you guys had siblings or a best friend growing up. Like, say we're over at uh, we're over at Chad's house growing up, and Chad knocks a hole through the window with a baseball. I'm like, oh shit! I'm gonna. <laughs> You're I'm gonna not watch. supposed to tell anybody yeah, about that. So, and I'm kind of like, oh, you know, shit's about to hit the fan, but you didn't do it. But you kind of want to watch, but you kind of don't because you know somebody's in trouble. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel right now. I think some most of us feel like. And the reason I'm calm is because I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And and there's a lot of avenues. So, I mean, it's right now it's just making a plan day by day. Just get through tomorrow. Don't try to think about three months from now per se. Just try to think this this today, tomorrow, next week, and two weeks from now. Yep. That's kind of where we're at. So, a lot of you guys don't know, like, you know, after... Brittany had worked in the companies for a year after baby Roman was born and she decided to go back in the field to, to work again because A, I couldn't afford her because she no. <laughs> I couldn't come close to affording her. And two, family health insurance for a family of eight through our small company is over $2,000 a month in premiums. So that's a, quite of a hit for us. Um, and so that was her plan. So she'd been back working in, in the hotel industry, actually. So yeah. you talk about that, I guess. I went back to work as a controller of a hotel here in Omaha and just getting my hands back in bigger accounting than just our companies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love numbers. So I needed something to challenge me that wasn't something that I 
dealt with on a daily basis. So, um, yeah, I've been back doing that for the last, what, four months, three, three and a half months. months. Yeah. Yeah. So, and with hopes and, that you're about to get hired on, you were on temp and had yeah. the contract all set. And then and this, then the coronavirus, the hit. Corona, this whole craziness hit. And, uh, I mean, you don't have to name the hotel or anything. I don't know what the legality is there, but you know, you went from 80 some employees to how many? We went from 87 employees down to three employees, me being one of those and being part-time and only getting half of my pay now because- So half-time and half the pay. Mm -hmm. So a 75% reduction, which for our family is- It's massive. It's massive. It's, it's exactly what we pay our, our, our uh, daycare people. Yeah. So literally working for a swap, it's a hundred, there's no positive at all. So, you know, obviously right now with the hospitality industry that, I mean, it's going to be months yeah. um, before that's back. And, and, and so obviously here we are in a quandary again, and just to let you know what kind of people we are, where we're at, like we basically started our lives over five years ago. Mm -hmm. So a lot of you guys like you've been in business for a long time. You've got all this. No, I mean, we both went through divorces before we met each other which is a financial reversal. I mean, especially if you're the breadwinner oh, yeah. and uh, still paying that off um, and everything else. So like, you know, we're fresh into this. Like we're not, you know, in, in the 2017, 2018, uh, I call it a crisis for the nutrition industry where a lot of, a lot of stores got devastated. Like we're just coming out of that and finally mm -hmm. in a real profitable year to be where we're at now, which is nothing anyone could have prepared for. I've seen a lot of the small business support groups. I wish I had prepared better. How the hell? You get, take that you off can. your shoulders. Yeah. Nobody could have prepared for this, period. So it isn't on you. So one, just chill out. And everybody's, I see so many business owners saying they're having anxiety attacks and all those things. I'm like, chill out and breathe. You didn't do this. Maybe we all weren't in the best financial position. This is a learning lesson for us in the future, mm -hmm. which we'll get on in a little bit about leveraging. Um, but you know, none of us, is nobody else's fault. And so here we are in this position where we're at that we're like, okay, so... What does my wife do? She starts applying for overnight stocking jobs at Sam's Club, Heck Costco, yeah. <laughs> Baker's, and, and Hy-Vee to make some extra scratch. Most people in our age group or older, this isn't the first time we've seen this. Something happened where we're like, oh shit. So yeah. a lot of us kind of know exactly what to do. I don't sit around waiting for someone to fix it for me because it didn't mm -hmm. get fixed last time. It, and if it did, it took a long ass time to do it. So the rest of us, I don't have six months to wait for the government to do something. I need to feed my kids today. And so she went immediately applied and I'm working crazy hours to do whatever I can do. And that's just what you have to do as a family is like, listen, if something comes from the government, great. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That will be a surprise. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to underpromise and overdeliver myself. So I'm going to go work and put it in my hands. What I can do in certain industries like grocery stores, which are going crazy because all the doomsday preppers. Um, hey, they need a, the help. Hey, they they need the help. So go go work what you can when you can when you can do it. I mean, I like I said when I first started Rexius, I was delivering pizza at night after my shop closed, and I have now where like if I can go do that, make some money to leave more money in the company to make sure I can pay my employees, I'm going to do it. Hey, I mean, even five years ago, I had a part-time job. It wasn't even five years ago. At Kohl's. It was three years three ago. Years ago at Christmas to make extra money. She did overnight stocking in the shipping department yeah. at Kohl's. I went to work from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. and then went to Kohl's and worked 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. That was only three years ago. Yeah. It's, so, I mean, it's, if for anybody else who thinks that business owners are sitting back <laughs> like right now, we're all shitting a brick. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, yeah. it's it, we're in the same boat. We're with families. We have kids. And, and that's something our kids have got to see a very real aspect of us lately, understanding how we as business owners uh, take this approach as well, that 
you know, if we can afford to like maybe cut my check down, which obviously using income kind of changes that. So that make sure our staff is taken care of because any small business, you'll find out very quickly. Our, our staff is our family. They have Absolutely. all been to our house. We love them all. I had to let somebody go today that I just hired and recruited over from Des Moines. Just three, four weeks ago, I didn't have any idea this was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Thank God the kid was super understanding. He knows me. He knows that I would never, I would do anything I could for my people. And giving that check, I'm glad that Cody's meeting him because I honestly don't know if I could hold it together. And and the changes we're going to have to make here in the next 24 to 48 hours because sales are down 35%. We're still doing okay compared to some. So I'm going to take what I can. Yeah. I get people aren't working. They have less discretionary income. They can't spend it. And I get that. I'm not faulting anybody on that. It is the situation is. that they're in. Um, I'm going to make the adjustments I need to make. And I'm not doing it like most companies. I'm not going to go find the highest paid employees and cut them out. I'm going to find the people that have been with me the longest, and the most loyal, that have the best networking capabilities, that can do the most. And because they've been the most loyal to me. And I, mm -hmm. I know financially from a, from a profit loss statement, I can cut a few people. And really, I'm not going to do that yeah. because this is a commitment I have to them and their loyalty to me. And that's what small business is about. Absolutely. It's really what entrepreneurs do because we understand that there's only one of us and there's 10 of them. And without them, I don't exist. And, and Mark Cuban actually had said something this morning. He was talking about the government stuff and I don't do political, so we're not going to do that. But, you know, bigger they're talking about the money the government's going to give out. Now, yeah. bigger companies have options. It doesn't need bailouts. Now, I'm not going to get in the logistics of one thing or the other, but, and I don't usually agree with Mark Cuban on damn near anything for the most <laughs> part. I do, I do, I do applaud his success and I do uh, envy the hell out of it. And I do, I take notes from everybody. Uh, but he even said the same thing, like hospitality, airlines, private equity, they have options. There's a lot of really rich ass people right now that aren't hurt by this at all, really, or as minimal compared to their portfolio. That uh, if, if the price is right, hospitality, people like Mark Cuban and Warren Buffett and these guys who have a lot of money, they have options. Mm -hmm. They can go for private equity because they know longevity, they're going to be back no matter what. People aren't going to stop flying a year from now. People aren't going to stop staying in a hotel a year from now. It's the small businesses that need it right now. We all have enough that we can figure it out for a month, maybe six weeks. Yeah. But most small businesses can't. And you know, that it's whether you're an LLC, like you're in a partnership, you're an S corporation, you have to pass all that through. You don't get to put it in a savings account, and just sit back. This isn't, you know, Harvard. I'm not sitting on 1.4 <laughs> billion in the hopper. I I'm, wish we I'm, were. I'm, I'm, it'd be nice. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like 49%, 48% of the people employed in the United States are employed by a small business. 18% of the entire United States population is employed by a small business, less than 20 people. Guess what? We ain't got it. It just isn't the case. No. And so I believe, like, give it to the states. State of Iowa is doing this grant program right now. I've been trying to figure out this paperwork all day. I think Chad's been hearing me scream from my <laughs> office and then texting my wife to figure out how to do it. I'll come um, in there and get it figured out in 10 I, minutes. I, I, she would. This is true. <laughs> but, like, even then, I, I spent on Friday when Nebraska, Governor Ricketts announced that Nebraska had been approved yep. for the SBA disaster. So I got right on that website. I'm hopping to it before Nebraska we've been on there. Eight and a half hours later. Now, granted, everybody's on the system, mm -hmm. but part of it was between me talking to my wife who's a controller and my CPA couldn't figure out what the SBA wanted for information. And so there's that fear inside because anybody who's ever dealt with government as much as I have, if you screw up one thing, a T instead of an I, you find out 90 days later, they denied you. Yep. And it sucks. So now there's fear that I even do it right. I couldn't even upload the documents. So I'm coming back at 3 a.m. 
the, the deadest time possible to see if I can get the documents to upload because I had to email it. But if somebody doesn't find that email and attach it to that form, I'm screwed. Mm-hmm. And, and there's too many people waiting on a paycheck. So, I mean, and I get it. It was made overnight. It was, a, it, but there's no directions. I'm YouTube and shit. And there's other guys <laughs> on there and they're not even, they only have helpful videos. They, there was one dude who uploaded a YouTube video 10 minutes before I looked. He goes, anybody else seeing this bullshit? <laughs> I'm like, y'all yeah, like that video. I'm following that dude. But that, that's just is what it is. And it's, and whatever you want to say, this isn't a political thing. I mean, even Mark Cuban, who said, let's be honest, he's no fan of the president, said whatever the president does is 100% right and 100% wrong. Because depending on who you are, it, mm-hmm. it, there, this is, there's never, there is nothing to it's prepare us for this. It is. And, and honestly, like, I, I agree, like, with somebody said, yeah, get these checks out to the people. Absolutely. 1200 a month, 1500 a month, 1000 a month. It's great. But for most of us, that's not going to pay a lot of bills. Yeah. If you can get it out like in e-file that shit in people's accounts within the next 12 days, sure. You do it six weeks from now, which is traditional government, which is not real fast about anything. And I get it. We have a very large population. I'm not going to get into logistics of that shit. People are like, how do I pay my car payment next week? Yeah. We So what we've done is we called every bank we had and said, hey, like, what are your guys' plans? And so, of course, our mortgage broker, well, he can do forbearance, but you got to pay it back before the time limit. We're like, we're FHA loan. Yeah, we're not doing that. And so we have to take what the state or what the Fed said and tell the bank, like, you don't get to do it. But they're trying to put us off on it. Yep. Um, You know, our car, four points federal credit union said, absolutely. We'll defer three payments right off their 60 60 days. We'll put it on the end. No problem. Yeah. Access Bank, another small bank. And anybody else who's ever watched our podcast, Access called us on Saturday. I hadn't even called him yet. And Patrick Hughes from Access Bank called me up and be like, hey, man, how's the gym going? Like, what's the deal? I'm like, I don't know what to do right now. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen two weeks from now. He's like, hey, do you want to defer this for like 90 days? Here's your options. I'm like, yeah, man. He goes, okay, I'll have the paperwork over here on Wednesday. And that's where relationships come in play. Absolutely. This is where small banks in. I'm like, you know, I may bitch about my bankers. I may bitch about my interest <laughs> rates. Right there, he's got my business for life. Yeah. Versus Nissan. You call them. Yeah. And they, they won't do anything. They said, they said it's the least. Sorry. So understand I have six kids. I have a lot of employees. We're not that old. Contrary to what my kids think. Um, (laughs) I have great hair. I have great hair because I have six of them. Um, and I'm going to buy a lot of cars. Guess Mm -hmm. what? I'll never fucking buy again. A Nissan. Yes. We'll remember this. We all will remember the people who helped and the people who took it as a chance to profiteer. I'll never buy or rent a Nissan again in my life. And I will tell every person I ever meet to not because that response in this circumstance, when we're all like, holy shit, the bank's not going to lose any money if you defer it to payments. They're still going to get their payments. If you still want to charge me interest during that time period, I wouldn't even bitch. Tack it on at the end. It's a moneymaker. Small banks have been doing this for 20, 30 Mm -hmm. years called skip a pay. Where at Christmas, a small bank, Elkhorn Valley Bank, my dad worked. They'd send you this this thing. You just had two or three of them you could do in case you had hard times during a whole loan payment. Or they'd always send everyone a skip a pay at Christmas and say, hey, if you are having trouble meeting ends meet for your family for Christmas, pay a $30 fee. We're going to put a payment at the end. Well, shit, you know, I mean- but as I was broke, I'm like, hey, thank God, because I want to be Absolutely. that dad they can't provide. So small banks have been doing this for decades. And then you got companies like Nissan. Nope. Sorry, okay, can't do sorry. anything. And that's just it. And she called me. I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. And I'm a lot nicer than you are. So the <laughs> fact that, you know, like you didn't go off on them. 
Okay, I'm not. She isn't. Well, I am nicer than you are. Um, most of the time. Never. People are way more scared of you than they are of me. Let's be honest. Um, but, you know, True. that's that's the kind of stuff. And I think everyone needs to pay attention to this. But I told everyone else, people, employees call me where their mm-hmm. spouse lost their job. What do I do? And we've told everyone, like, okay, go file unemployment. There's yeah, no penalty right in the away. state of Nebraska. There's no penalty in the state of Iowa. We're, we're, or I don't think Missouri does either. A lot. Some states still are doing it. Like file. I won't argue. I'll fill it out right away. I'll help you guys any way I can. There's short time pay. There's all sorts of options to do with your employees. So to see an employee that you don't want to have to go file for a job, but you can only pay them half time. So what short time pay is, if anybody else doesn't know, like Nebraska, for instance, is you, let's say you pay Johnny 20 bucks an hour, 40 hours a week. That's 800 bucks. Yep. If he files an appointment, you fire him. He's only going to get 400 from the state. Yep. Average percentage, 50%. If you do short time where you just put Johnny on for 20 hours a week, so he's going to get 400 bucks from you, the state will kick in 200 uh, for the half pay he's losing. So Johnny's take home is now 600 yeah. instead of 400, but not the 800 he was getting. It's closer to what he was getting. Yep. So it's Meets called short time. You can fill that out. You looked it up yesterday. Yeah, it's on the Nebraska government website. You just uh, search STC, short time compensation. So. And then now that employee doesn't have to go um, search for jobs during the process. Yeah. They don't get cut off their benefits either. Mm-hmm. If you can make that work, make it work. I just want you guys to understand if you're watching this just as a wannabe entrepreneur, somebody who's just, you know, follows the podcast and you're not a business owner, understand that. I think we had that in our church group last night. We did via Zoom. It was kind of cool yeah. because we can't meet anybody. And I think people get to see that, like how hard it is for business owners to have to cut people. Mm-hmm. It fucking breaks my heart. I'm gonna have to cut a lot of people the next couple of days just based on where it's trending, and it sucks. And I'm and a lot of people say you need to cut them sooner. You know, I'm like, listen, I'm gonna go as long as hard as I can. And if I'm if I'm gonna go out, I'm going out on good morals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, based on the you know the principles that we hold dear, and we did that in Sioux City last week. I mean. Mm-hmm. She says I took credit for her idea. You did. All right, it tell, was my tell them idea. what we did. Then. Tell them what we did. So we have our Eat Fit Go meals in Sioux City, and we could have brought them back to Omaha and sold them here, but why not go to the community and give them to people that are in need? So I'm like, why don't we just do this? Because we had done it before for the floods, and it was partially his idea at that point, too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll take give it. you credit there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just giving back to the community, that's that's going to show the type of business we are more than anything else. Um, when you put your, I guess like last night, put your faith in action yeah. and let your actions speak louder than your paycheck, I guess. Like well, it was it. So the thing is for Sioux city. So I went on lockdown for the most part and mm-hmm. they keep progressing. So it, it kind of devastated most of the business communities in, in the state of Iowa that I'd seen that governor Reynolds, that's her, that's her choice. So she's the governor. Um, we, we dropped 90% in sales, 95% within a matter of three days. It wasn't a little bit. It wasn't like we slowly dropped. It went from $1,000 one day to 58 bucks in sales the next. Yeah. It was so instant. And I went up there and I didn't realize what was going on because it's another state. And I drove up to drop off meals. And we're the only two cars in the entire parking lot of like 25 businesses. I'm like, oh, shit. Yep. And so then I checked Friday, checked sales Thursday. And then Saturday was kind of going. Even my, even my employee who had actually lost his job at the gym because they shut the gyms down yeah. was working for me. And he goes, I appreciate the hours, man. But you thought about shutting down because like you're how much are you losing i'm like i'm losing about 225 days dollars a day in the hole right now yeah he goes i shut it down he goes we'll package up the meals i'm like you know you know what don't you brought it up so we put a post up on uh facebook and i, I, I tagged a bunch of people and i yeah and um 
You got shared. I said, hey, we'd rather give it away to the few, the, the community than and try to haul to Omaha, try to make a few blocks. I mean, it's good karma. Mm-hmm. And we get up there and people are lined up out the door. I didn't expect, like we've done some things before. We've had some free meals, whatever. We had yeah. a lot up there because it's a full-blown go full walk-in cooler. It's a lot more meals than we have anywhere else. And we were lined up and we were there for four or five hours just passing out meals all the way down. And here's the thing. And people were like so thankful, never been in the store before. Mm-hmm. One lady, she... Her husband's deployed or something. I can't remember exactly what the story was, it, but yeah. she's watching healthcare workers' kids because they're stuck in the hospital, can't leave. So she's got like 10, 15 kids. I'm like, mm-hmm. take extra. I load up a whole box and then <laughs> a couple other people that, you know, were in disability. And, and I'm like, yeah, just load up, get what you got to get. And then one lady came in, she goes, oh, no, I'm paying for it. I go, ma'am, it's free. She goes, I own a small business. I'm paying for it. Yeah. She goes, what am I at? I go, like 36 bucks. She goes, oh, that's no, not enough. Grabs like <laughs> five or six more things. What am I now? I'm like, like 67. No. Hey, my son wants this. And he puts, and all of a sudden we're like, she goes, how much am I? I go, you're at 171. She goes, okay, that's good. I'm like, man, you really don't have to. She goes, yes, I do. Because yeah. you guys are doing this. This is what I can do for you. I'm like, that's awesome. And the last guy of the day, all I have left is the frozen meals, mm-hmm. which have been in there for a little bit. And there's like six left. Dude takes all six. I'm like, well, hey, they're free. He goes, no, I'm paying. I go, well, at least they're 30% off. He goes, nope. And I, I fought a tear coming down my face because I'm like, Shit, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's granted we gave away five, six thousand dollars of meals in one day, and I don't sweat an eye over it. I, I don't, I mean, at all. Like, I was happy to do it, and and everybody else is like, I hope they remember this when you open back up. I'm like, hey, whatever happens, happens. You know, I'm just going to keep doing what I can do, but it just made more sense yeah. at that point to help people out. It made me feel a hell of a lot more better than making five grand, to mm-hmm. be perfectly honest with you. And like I said, if we're going to go down, we're going to go down the way that uh, we want our name to be remembered. And I'm um, hopefully we can make that thing ca- kick back open in two, three weeks. Hopefully this shit is, is done and over and out of time. Mm-hmm. I don't think it will be, but um, you know, whatever we can. And, and it's um, dealing with landlords and they're all kind of not at the position yet, but you know, uh, this is just, I want you guys to know like where we're at, why we do what we do. And, uh, people were like, Oh, I, somebody else made a comment and I won't say who they made a comment. Well, it's, it's easy for you to do cause you're rich. No, my, my wife's about <laughs> to pretty much lose her job. Yep. And, uh, my daughter lost her job and we're obviously making significantly less. We're down 35%. Um, it, no, we're not. And honestly, this is just us being us. And I'm not asking to be thanked. I'm just letting you guys know that we all have a choice right now to have hope and help each other out. It's a choice. It's a choice you make every day. Everyone is scared. Mm-hmm. No one's sitting on a stockpile of cash. I'm just doing it as a choice because that's the person that I am that I want my kids to see more than I care about keeping what kind of car I drive. Yeah. And everything's on the line for us. I understand our house is co-signed to everything. Mm-hmm. And we had to explain to our kids, like, this is your house. We didn't want to scare them, but we wanted to keep it real because there's a great lesson learning time yeah, for them absolutely. to understand it. Maybe knock them off that materialistic horse, yeah. which we all want to do to our kids. We're like, God, you know, <laughs> I never had that nice of shit when I was a kid. And I want them to realize that, you know, how lucky they are mm-hmm. um, in that aspect. And it, But I also think at the same point, it makes us realize um, how lucky we are to have things that we do. Yeah. Um, I know you've talked about the girls with a lot lately, just like, Hey, let's all absolutely, you know, boys are simpler. They don't care about anything. (laughs) (laughs) So daughters are different and that they are, you know, and uh, how lucky we were to have a job. Yeah. A lot of people. I mean, that's just it. And, uh, how quick it happened. And I think for people who are under the age of 30 right now, especially under like 25, I want you to take her as an example, like listen, no job is beneath you. No, not at all. all. When you have kids to feed at home and mm-hmm. they're your whole world, I'll pick up dog shit all day. I don't care. 
I mean, at all. I mean, it's, I'll, I'll do whatever I have to do to yeah. make sure that our babies are taken care of. I don't really care what the job is. It's money. Yeah. I guess I really was raised with the work ethic to treat the janitor the same as I do the CEO because they're all just out there trying to put food on the table for their, for their people they love. Absolutely. Everybody's I mean, got people they love. Last so. week when we let go of half of our staff, I mean, from the managers and positions all the way down to our janitorial staff, the look on their faces was no different. It was all the same across the board and handing those checks out or handing those letters out to those people, 84 people. I mean, that's heartbreaking to see how many people. And I know that this hotel is not the only place that's laying people off. It's all over. So anything that you can do to help out. I mean, even if I got a job to help support our family and make meals and do stuff for other people. I mean, right now, I think now is as good a time as ever to reach out and help everybody. Well, and that's the thing. I think right now it's supporting local. It's been, Mm -hmm. it's been great. Um, you know, it's, uh, we've been eating. Okay. So like we were, (laughs) we were on budget like six weeks ago. No more eating now. We're trying to save some money. And all kids like we're eating out all the time. I'm like, what's well, because I know these restaurant owners yeah. and these poor. I mean, these guys are done. They're hurting too. They're hurting bad. Mm-hmm. It's not the same experience outside this. And people are like, well, you're still getting web orders. I am, and I appreciate them. Is it anywhere close to what we do inside shop? Not even, not even remotely. But I really appreciate everything helps, Absolutely. and I'll take anything I get. I'm so appreciative of it. But it's the same with restaurant owners. We do ten times in a day in a store what we do on web, yeah. and, and then some. Even right now, and it's so it's. Everybody helps. Everybody's on budget mode. I get that. I'll take whatever I can get, um, you know, and, and be completely thankful for it. And, you know, that's uh, it, when it comes to like us, like we're like, doing budgeting financing wise. Like, well, for us, okay, we call the, you know, we have enough money to pay our mortgage this month. I, I'm preparing for May 1st. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if, ahead I can, of the game. if I can forbear it, I'm going to forbear it. Even if it costs me a little interest, fine. And that's across the board on everything to figure out what I can and can't do on mm-hmm. paper. And it's like, okay, this make sure I'm prepared. Yeah. You know, we did have savings for a while, but my wife's staying at home yeah. for a year for a little one. Just to, just bad timing. Like I said, everyone had bad timing and this couldn't have been worse, yeah. you know, as far as that. But that ate up a lot of our savings. So, but we sit here and bitch, piss, and moan about it. I mean, there's nothing really bitch, piss, and moan just, about. Yeah. Just work. Yeah. And do what I can when I can do it. And um, Chad brought up a great thing last time. Like, listen, if you're going to buy something, need something, whatever, pull up Marketplace. All these aren't business owners or people at home trying to find things at their house that they can sell to make a few extra bucks. Mm -hmm. Go buy it there. I'll tell you right now, half the crap in this office came off Facebook Marketplace. (laughs) Isn't that true, dude? Uh, Yeah. um, got Chad off of Marketplace. Yeah, if if, not. (laughs) They did. They did. They found me on Craigslist. No. uh, (laughs) You you know, if it sounds bad and it looks bad, it's because it's used. So don't blame me. No. But but it's a a straight fact. We we bought a lot of this stuff when we, we could. We could get local. We bought local, and yeah. we always have done that, you know, and try to support all the people that we can in town, and a lot of them show a lot of love to us. And I think for our gym, we have a waiting list because mm-hmm. people have seen how we have performed and what local is and that we're actually local, and most of the other bigger chains here are not. Mm-hmm. Um, and they see how we treat our employees and what we've done. And, and all of a sudden, we went from you know, how we add more members to having 60, 70 people on a list. Um, and people were like – somebody messaged me last night or a couple of days ago was like – your gym's the cleanest gym I've ever seen. I go, it's because we're we're small biz. Yeah. 
I'm going to see you next week and I don't (laughs) want to get any crap from you about my gym being dirty. We take care of it. Like this is our, this is legitimately what was your 401k Mm -hmm. is in gym equipment that you guys are lifting and slinging and banging around in the gym. That's her 401k. She put more cash in the first one than I did. Um, just because it was her idea. My second 401k went to the second Yeah, location. her second 401k went to her second gym, went another job. Look, kid you not, like that's that that's that's our retirement is sitting there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so that's the thing. And it's, I won't talk what the name of the other gym is. It rhymes with nemesis. Um, and I got to, I got to, I, I, and then anyway, I'll get sued. Um, their employees are messaging me on Saturday as we're driving back and forth to Sioux city, shutting down our store, being like that they're refusing to pay their PTO. They're refusing. Mm-hmm. They're putting them on furlough. These guys are having trouble collecting unemployment. I'm like this million, multi-million dollar company yeah. who has the ability to take care of their staff. And this is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. This is what well, I understand when you have a gym membership at a major gym like that, and that's the way they treat their staff. That's what you're supporting. Yeah. Understand that your dollar is a voting ballot that you give every day voting on whether or not how you like that company's run and the things that they offer and the way they treat their staff. Mm-hmm. That's a choice you have to make every day. That, that, that's your power. Screw voting every four years, every two. What you put your money into every day is reflective Absolutely. of where your values and morals are actually at. Um, and, and finding that out, I'm like, good God, if I had the money to open up like 20 more Iron Heavens just to put them down, I would in a heartbeat. Yeah. And I also, like, my, I got resumes getting flooded to my phone. I'm like, come on, Iron, right now. But, you know, people are like, I want to work for a company like yours. Apparently, whatever yeah. I was saying back to this uh, former employee of mine was getting shared to about 100 or so of their employees and, and whatnot. And, and it's great. Like, I have yeah. no problem being who I am and saying exactly what I believe in. But that's... Pretty telling, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, when you, when this, when this whole thing gets down in the next 30 days and then we're getting back to normal, I want you to find out, ask the employees at the businesses that you, you patron, how was your boss? How was the small business owner? Is this a small business owner? How'd they treat you during this whole thing? Yeah. Was my dollars getting, that are getting spent here, getting going to you and find out. So that way, if this shit ever happens again, you know that you're supporting local, that your community is being supported or not. Mm-hmm. Um, find out, ask, ask any of my staff. Even the ones I had to let go that I will hire back the second I can. Absolutely. They'll tell you exactly how candid I was, how candid we were, Nick, Shane, all of them, um, and what we tried to do for them. And people that I literally haven't worked for me that long, I'm like, here's some cash, man. Like, yeah. I, It's just to help you out. What can I do to help you? Mm-hmm. And we have, we've told them all, like, here's how you file an appointment. Here's how you do this. Here's the grant you should go. You know, all the other business owners, even ones we compete against, yeah. have messed like, what are you guys doing for this? I met one the other day. I bought a kettlebell rack from one of the guys. And he's like, what are you doing? I go, no, file this and do this. Go to this sba.gov slash disaster. Fill this paperwork out. Mm-hmm. Do it late at night. He's like, are you serious? Like, yeah, if you have any questions, here's my number. Call me. I'll help you out because we're all in the same boat right we now. Are. And this is where it comes to the, the point where I wanted to talk about. And people are like, I've been asked, what's your opinion on the shutdown, not shutdown? I go, here it is. And I don't care about your, the political uh, backlash for it, whatever. I don't care. I understand what our state is trying to do, keeping businesses going. Yeah. I understand what I was trying to do, trying to protect their citizens. I understand from both angles. Understand this, and I think most people are exactly this. Most common people yeah. who understand common sense understand this. The borders of our states do not have 20-foot walls or some sort of uncrossable river. Right. If Iowa shuts down and Nebraska doesn't, or vice versa, 
All you have to do is step in your state. Your shutdown was, you're destroying your economy for nothing. Yeah. Now, I'm not a business owner that's against a shutdown. I'm not at all, actually. No, not at all. Shut them all down. Shut it down. 16 days, just get it over with. Yep. The elongation of this process is what we're all fearful of Mm -hmm. is, am I still dealing with this shit in June? Am I still dealing with this in July? If you're going to shut everybody down, shut everybody down, just get it over with. Do 16 days and be done with it. Yeah. It, and, and then it's done. The biggest fear most business owners have, and a lot of you guys have messaged this in, and, and this I think this, this uh, description is very poignant for this, is that if we're all in the same boat, there's less fear. Yeah. But if certain businesses are allowed to still thrive in this shit and that I'm the one over here barely making it by, how negotiable is the bank mm-hmm. or the landlord going to be when they still have money to be an ass if they want to be? If we were all in the same boat... We're all facing the same problems that the bankers and the lenders and, and the credit card companies and all these things and the IRS has to be 100% lenient because we're all facing the same problem. Yeah. It's the, that fear right now is what's paralyzing business owners all over the place. Oh, yeah. For us, certain industries are killing it. Mm-hmm. And certain industries like ours are kind of leaping by. Certain ones were forced down. We're kind of in this quandary right now, like, what the hell do we do? Yeah. And knowing that landlords aren't forced... The banks aren't forced to do anything because they're still getting enough revenue from the ones who are killing it. Yep. Kind of kills our ability to negotiate collectively. Yeah. Almost like a union in that aspect. If all businesses were shut down for two weeks and we all face the same shit, we'd all just do a 60-day forbearance, allow everything to come up, every bank still gets its loan money, and we're all back to square one in 60 days. Yeah. What's so hard about that? I don't understand that either. I so in fact, I mean, just New York is shut down. Let's say they end the shutdown in 30 days and somebody from a smaller community that's more spread out has the disease and flies into New York in 30 days. Yeah. What the hell was your shutdown for? Started all over again. Started all over again. The fear is that you're going to elongate this because nobody can come to a consensual agreement Yeah. and, and, and can just get it to fuck done. And, and I, I agree with when it comes to the financing things like, hey, give everybody a check. Fine. Simple fact is, give it to states. States fund the businesses. The business owners can pay their people their paychecks. They mm-hmm. can pay their bills. If you can give me a grant, even though I'm not open, so I can still pay my staff, they can still have a check, they can still pay their bills, you've already fixed the situation. Yeah. And literally make it really, real quick and easy versus just a free check. Just let everybody still have their job. We had record-breaking unemployment, mm-hmm. right? Okay, cool. So it means all these people have a job. They want to have a job. Give the businesses, the state, the money. So the state of Iowa is doing it right now. They're doing a grant program. I just found out yesterday. So I spent the last three hours swearing up and down and yelling. And <laughs> Chad got to hear me and my wife helping me out to figure out how to apply for it and figure out what I need. And I was honest. I know you can do up to 25000 I'm like, hey, for that store, sixteen does it. Yeah. I didn't apply for the full amount. I was honest because you know why? That's what we need right now. Yeah. I need honesty. Like I can have 16, 60 days. I can get all my staff, keep giving them full checks. I can restock all the food. We did this, that, or the other thing and be up and running in 30 days and, and have enough to make sure that, you know, when sales are going to be slow because people aren't working and don't have the discretionary income allows me to build that back up. Yeah. And I just did the math. I didn't ask for the full amount. I asked for what I needed. Yeah. I think most people, I, maybe, maybe I'm being an optimist. Maybe I'm being naive. I think most people right now, or trying to be honest, they, you know, nobody's yeah. profit, trying to prof, profiteer, unless you're one of the assholes who went and bought 17,000 bottles of hand sanitizer. You have a special place in hell, in my opinion. <laughs> so, um, so I guess, how, how does one have hope with family right now when you can't find something to do? I mean, honestly, I think the, the hope that we have found is our life has just kind of been put a little bit on pause, especially when it comes to all of the kids stuff. I mean, we have six kids who are running constantly with something 
And so we've had a chance to slow down. We've had family dinner every night since it, which, which is rare is like for maybe us. Maybe once a week if, yes, I mean, that. yeah, I mean, we were always running in opposite directions with taking kids places. So, I mean, for our family, it's finding the good in things and yeah, it's uncertain right now. The businesses, me having a job, there's a lot of uncertainty right now, but you know what? I have a calmness, I guess, about it as well, just because whatever I, happens, I, happens. It's, it's, and, it's my, I think some of our staff, a little bit younger than us, not, but not like, not 20. Yeah. <laughs> and they're asking that, go, listen, I've been broke twice. Complete financial reversals more than once in my life. It doesn't scare me. Yeah. I think if nobody's ever had to file bankruptcy or have had a nasty divorce or something like that, it's the fear of the unknown. So let me tell you something. It will be fine you will be okay. Yeah. If you're a business owner and you have to end up filing chapter 11 protection or personally chapter 13, it'll be okay. Yeah. You will get it figured out. Those, as much as it sucks, those exist for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it hopefully doesn't get to that. Hopefully the grant stuff comes through. There's SBA bridge loans, all sorts of things you can apply for to help you get through the time, short-term financing, all those kind of things. Try it. I mean, what do you want to sit back when you're 80 saying, God, I wish I had tried something? Or do you want to sit back and be like, God, I gave it my damnedest? Yeah. Shit, it is what it is. You know, I mean, for us, we will probably end up with the Corona seven, the seventh <laughs> baby at this point in time, but uh, a little too much time at home. Uh, <laughs> you know? I mean, there's going to be a lot but of babies. There, but, 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 there are, but there's a lesson that we learned in this. It's, it's made me realize how leveraged we are. Now, yes, I am very risky. She's much more conservative. Mm-hmm. I go hard in the paint. This is absolutely true. I, I'm not saying I don't think shit out. I'm just saying that I'm not scared to take a risk. Yeah. Um, and this is one of those times where I'm like, okay, maybe I've taken too many risks too mm-hmm. soon. Because uh, now looking at how leveraged we are and extended we are in certain things, that if shit hits the fan, that I'm probably not as prepared as I should be. Um, I've done a lot of work to get us to a better position, which we are yeah. right now over the last two years. But um, I, I, I need to have a better standard for myself of just for the holy shit moments like right now I need to have a little bit more planned yeah I think not just in the business wise but also personally I think we've leveraged too much personally um, where we're at like you know a couple years ago we were kind of rolling in it and we we're spending money like morons yeah and then we realized about six months ago god we spent money like morons <laughs> and so we we're trying to fix it and that's the thing it just I think it's a lesson for all of us to to what are our expenditures? What have we leveraged mm-hmm. to? Do we really need X, Y, Z for this? Was it really necessary? Um, and I'm pretty frugal for the most part. I mean, anything nice I'm wearing, she bought, I guarantee you. It wasn't me. Um, and, but, you know, at the same point, like, okay, I've, I've done stupid. Here's a lesson learned. And this kind of thing, it did it to us in 08. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of us went through that shit um, that are, you know, in our late 30s. We, we remember and up that we remember what that was like. And that's why I am the way I am. This is going to change the next generation. Yeah who is in their twenties right now to be kind of like we are now. And, but even more so being like, Holy shit. And also I've always said this, God, I wish I had money back in 08, man, I would have bought all this stock. And next time there's a fall down, I'm going to do it. Cause it happens. It's just, you know, the historical rack record blame whoever for this, that there's always some bullshit, but the, the stock market does this. There's recessions and there's yep. booms. It happens all the time. Bear and bull markets. And I'm like, God, next time this happens, I'm going to have like 20 grand set aside. I'm going to buy some shit. And here we are. And don't have 20 grand. I don't have 20 side. grand. I don't even have 10. Um, and, uh, and I'm asking her like, can you put any stocks on credit? cars because <laughs> you know i mean norwegian and carnival cruise lines down like 70 mm-hmm. percent. but here we are and i think a lot of people have said that i mean chad and i've talked about it previously before many times um this is one of those instances where the rich get richer 
Because in 08, if you had money, yeah, if you didn't get your ass kicked in 08, you were able to invest in Wells Fargo and some of these other stocks and make 500% return on your cash. Most same people still have money right now, and I still don't. Um, <laughs> but that's, I don't believe in stocks. I buy businesses. I invest in people. That's always been my gig. Um, but like right now, but we said, I've told her a hundred times, Chad and I've had many a conversation about this. God, if I just had an extra 10 grand someplace, mm-hmm. I could go... And this is a lesson, like maybe I do need to actually keep more savings um, for these kind of situations um, and just learn how much have I leveraged myself? What have I bought that I thought was so crucial at that time to find out now that, shit, yeah. I wish I had bought that, wish I had that money for this, that, or the other thing. Um, if we learn one thing from 2008, though, it's that we cannot let these companies buy back. No. We, 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 we have to figure out a way to leverage that away because it's, it's, you know, it just becomes corrupt and they, you know, it's just, it's an up and down. We can, when it's, when it's bad, we can make money by selling off. And when it's good, <laughs> when it, when it's good again, or when things turn around, yeah. they can go and buy all their stuff back for half the price. And it's just, it, yeah, it's exactly. this vicious cycle of just corruption. I'm just like, how is this legal? Well, exactly. And, that, and that's the thing is, is, is I dabble around the stock market. It's definitely not my forte by any means. Um, I understand enough. I mean, we had a while like that. That's when I was doing. If you saw me in the gym doing cardio, I was w- literally watching YouTube videos on stock purchasing and shit. I don't get it. I mean, and by that way, if you want to teach yourself anything, YouTube's free, kids. That's why you got to subscribe to Timothy D. Rexy's Now or Never YouTube channel. Shameless plug. <laughs> um, tell your friends. Uh, but you know, that, that's and that's the thing. And I agree. I mean, it's it's and I I get understand. I understand bailing out airlines and ba- I do banks especially because they're the ones that loan the money. But but Cuban had a very good point. There's there's a lot of private equity. There's a lot of really rich people that want to mm-hmm. buy an airline. It's never going to lose its value. It's never going to go bankrupt. Really, uh, hospitality, same thing. Um, uh, but small businesses, you don't get those back. You, you don't. Yeah. And they employ so many people. And in the, the day, if Main Street isn't spending cash, it doesn't matter what the fuck Wall Street does. Now I understand firming it up because it matches people's four hundred one k. It's a huge section uh, sector. The Dow, and the Nasdaq, and the S and P. I understand that. But people start having money again. They start buying. Uh, flights again, the airlines go up. It's not that hard to figure out. But uh, the percentage of people employed by small businesses in comparison to those, significantly larger. So take care of the people, 100%. Um, The fact that, I mean, hopefully by the time this podcast airs next couple of days that uh, Senate has got off its ass and got something done, Mm -hmm. I'm never super hopeful. I don't believe the government does much of correct very often at all. But um, hopefully they have because people right now are hurting. And so right now, like we said, Call every bank you got. Yep. Call every person you know. Call every landlord you have. And tell them the situation and find out what's at the table. Make an honest plea. Fill out every single SBA disaster thing. If you're mm-hmm. small business, personal, whatever, file for everything. I think I filed like six different loans for the same thing or, or SBA or some sort of disaster thing just in case. I'd rather have done the work yeah. than sit around six months and I'm going, oh shit, I wish I had done something. Exactly. And for the most part, we found that most places have been pretty negotiable and understanding. Yeah. Honestly, they've been really, and that's where personal relationships come in play like we we know every one of our landlords mm-hmm. we've met every single one of them we know almost all of our bankers for the most part um one way or another yeah i mean right so and that's the thing is uh for us it's not a hard plea and we just say hey like here's where we're at what can we do what can't we do and you know um just uh keep trucking along have hope yeah, don't you know? don't let yourself sit stagnant. Like yeah. now is not the time to just freeze in, in fear. And if you have that fear, reach out and 
I mean, reach out to one of us and we're, we can help guide it, you through it. It and takes a village. It does. it does. We're all in the same boat. Don't lose hope. Yeah. Don't sit back. Sitting back, hoping shit gets better, accomplishes absolutely nothing. You take it in your hands, what you can do, communicate with people yeah. um, and be positive. Right now, more than anything, we need positivity. Everybody's going through some shit. Mm-hmm. So I told my entire staff at Rexy, it's like, I only want to see posts that are fun, uplifting, energetic, or just straight damn funny yeah and so it, and yes yeah, some of my memes might i share might be inappropriate but damn it if it made me laugh i figured it might make somebody else laugh just exactly. do it you know and like i told my parents like you know if you're like what do we do stay home netflix and chill i think my mom <laughs> had to look up what next netflix and chill meant um, oh she already knows oh that. she might know I mean, you know it's good for them good for them but she's gonna be so mad <laughs> she's gonna be so pissed i put that on it but you know it, it, it's it makes me realize how grateful I am for the opportunities I've had, the people I get to work with, my, my kids, my family, my loved ones. Um, you know, I just hope that we as a country can come together more positive after all Mm -hmm. this than anything else and realize, you know, what we held so dear before versus what really is actually dear to us. It makes us reset our, and evaluate where our values are. And if that's a positive that comes out of this, and I am, I mean, I got to think all the shit that we went through for the last five years, you and I, between, God, we got sued, uh, which we won, but cost us $20,000 for a frivolous lawsuit, which we just got done paying off right before this shit. Uh, <laughs> fighting to get our house, to, to yeah. uh, selling our house, to uh, dealing with exes, to, to dealing with like, the companies going down in 2017, 2018 with all the direct-to-consumer shit in the nutrition industry, mm-hmm. to fighting back to get where we are. And, and maybe all that was for a reason. Maybe that's why we're so calm right now because we've already been through hell. So this doesn't, this is kind of par for the course. Yeah. I believe everything happens for a reason and maybe this is the reason why. Maybe it, it prepared me for this kind of shit, which is why I'm calm. And that's what our staff needs to see is that, hey, we're good. Yeah. We'll figure this out. We'll be here six months from now, a year from now, six years from now. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, you know, that's just... No matter how broke you are, you can always earn more money. Sure. You can always work hard and figure it out. And so... She told me the day we met, you know, she goes, I don't care about the money. I don't care about the houses or any of that shit. I'll live in a van down by the river, but it better be a big ass van because we have a lot of kids. The kids would live in a separate one. The kids would get their own van. <laughs> yeah, they probably... Yeah, be, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> so uh, anyways, thanks for tuning in. Now or never, make sure you follow Timothy D. Rexius on Instagram, uh, Facebook at, at CEO Truth. Um, we're on Spotify. SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube, Timothy D. Rex's Now or Never podcast. And honestly, please, please, please go like and share the podcast. We had over 200,000 minutes watched in the last 28 days. Um, and you know, if we want this thing to get bigger, this message of positivity that we're spreading out for free, you got you to gotta subscribe. You got to like and share with your friends. If you guys want us to cover stuff, especially right now, mm-hmm. there's something that her and I or any of our business partners can touch on that's going to help you out. Message in. Email in. DMN, whatever the acronym is, the message in and send it to us. We'd love to help out anyone we can, any way we can. And that's legitimate. So thanks, guys. Guys, thanks again for checking out the InFocus podcast. Make sure you check out next Wednesday's episode when we have Colt from the Cerebral Entertainment Podcast stop by the studio via Zoom. We're going to talk a little bit about forecasting the future for small business amid the coronavirus pandemic. You don't want to miss next week's episode. I already made a name for myself.